Good afternoon, Los Angeles and all of Southern California. I'm Farley Malaris, and you're listening to Astrological Metaphysical Radio, the phenomenon of the 80s. On KFOX 93.5 FM, your talk alternative. Today we're talking about a topic that a lot of people are interested in, reincarnation. Of course, the point of view that I am going to deliver my philosophy concerning reincarnation today may be a little bit unusual or distorted uh, as far as what you may be used to listening to. I think that reincarnation is a fun subject. I think it's wonderful. It's very controversial and it's very unique. So I welcome any opinions you might have concerning reincarnation. You know, I, first of all, I do believe and I do understand and I do respect life and I feel that life is very sacred. I'm really excited about life and I'm excited about God and whether I'm around people or around babies or around cats or puppies or birds or elephants, anything alive with a heartbeat, breathing, with eyes, senses, you know, to me that is the creativity of God's work. And I am just awe-inspired by the, and revel in the miracle of Earth and the life situation on this planet. And actually, as far as I've gone in my research, I really do feel a connection with it all, too. No matter who it's with, I think the love that we share and the bond that we feel is very, very broadened and expanded and signified and specified the higher you get up the ladder of awareness and consciousness which is something I'm always working on. I'm always trying to be more comfortable in my body, more aware, more conscious, and try to feel the relationship that I have with all living things. Remember the mantra from Friday, the Libra vibration? I am blessed with the abundance of God's love, and I share my blessings with all living things. There was a long time ago when I used to study reincarnation, and some Buddhist people <laughs> came up to me, and said, uh, hey, I mean Hindu, I'm sorry. They said to me, hey, uh, Farley, I, I hate to tell you this, but, but all life is sacred, not just human, but animals too. And not only are humans our brothers and sisters, but so are the animals. And right away says, no, what are you talking about? You know, we consume animals on this planet. We're carnivorous. You know, they're our food, right? But as time went on, I learned how all creatures are in one family under God. It's funny how far you can go. If you want to be prejudiced, or you want to be bigoted, you know, right? Then you can say, well, the religion I am is special and everybody else is under it. Or the race I am is special and everybody else is under it. Or because I'm a man, I'm special and women are under it, right? Or because maybe I'm a human being, I'm special and all animals are under it. You can always form a line that makes you more important or more powerful or more godlike, right? Or more true or more spiritual than anything else below the line. But as you gain up the ladder of spiritual awareness, you start to understand, you start to realize and come to the truth that there's nothing below the line, that everything's above the line. That you could look at a cat or a dog or a bird or a mouse or a cow or, or a pig, and you could identify with the spirit in that animal. That's right, you can. And that's why a lot of times, when, if not all the time, when you are studying reincarnation, it is very important that you learn how to meditate, and get into higher levels of consciousness. And by doing that in your meditation, perhaps you can go into a personal regression where you may personally plug in 
to experiences in your soul's banks, not in your brain's banks, right, that you don't relate to in this lifetime, but are there connected with your soul's path. And in studying reincarnation, just like in studying anything, I want you to remember that the Astrology Hour is dedicated to two basics, keeping an open mind and a search for further truth. This show is not just about astrology and metaphysics. This show is about open-mindedness and further truth. If there's something I cannot stand, I cannot stand to meet a person who's a know-it-all. Anybody that would tell me, Farley, this is the way it is. Reincarnation doesn't exist. Astrology is a fraud. And if reincarnation does exist, you're not going to come back as a monkey. I'm sitting there going, come on. The whole reason why I have gotten however far I've gotten in my spiritual studies and my psychic studies and in my personal consciousness is because of that basic premise. Keep an open mind. No bottom lines. Search for further truth. So whenever we discuss a topic like reincarnation, I would like you to open your mind and I would like you to search for further truth. Now, I do believe that eternity is a wonderful thing. It's a very, very powerful, interesting adventure. And I do believe that eternity is filled with countless souls, countless particles of consciousness that make up a whole particle of consciousness, which means that you could take any particle of consciousness, no matter what it is, even the consciousness of a bee or a wasp or an ant, and you can include that in the entire pie of spirit awareness. Now, the American Indians, of course, and the ancient Atlanteans are well aware of this philosophy, the oneness of God philosophy. The fact, metaphysically speaking, that spirit pervades everywhere. It is everywhere. It is omnipresent. And therefore, God is everywhere. It is omnipresent. That way, if you don't limit yourself, and if you keep an open mind, and if you search for further truth, then you'll realize that not only you are you, but you are bonded and connected to all things, even material things. Because material things are just material right now because that's the purpose they must serve. But if you're aware of basic laws of physics, you'll also be aware that even a solid object that appears to be steady and calm and not moving is filled with countless molecules that are moving at multiple times the speed of light. And that is spirit in action. The molecular motion that we can perceive in all matter in this dimension and all spirit beyond this dimension is what I believe to be the vehicle of God, the essence of spirit. Now, when we talk about things like reincarnation, what we are basically discussing here is the fact that you as an individual soul particle or an individual vehicle, a part of this pie, has a choice to make as to which type of way you would like to express yourself. If you want to express yourself as a tree in your next lifetime, why not? You see what I mean? It's like the power of God, the power of mind, and the power of the Spirit is unlimited. It's boundless. It's incredible. And that's why I keep telling people, keep an open mind. Because if you talk to an American Indian about the Spirit in the forest, about the Spirit in the trees, in the woods, or in the water, in the streams, or in the clouds, or in the air, they're going to discuss with you, like in the wind, very, very powerful information, very, very powerful magic. Because there's a very, very intense, what I call evolved spiritual energy, even in trees. So please, 
when you think about this topic, and I'm not trying to say I'm a know-it-all, and I'm not trying to tell you that this is the way reincarnation works, because if you're angry or you're upset about what I'm saying and you want to discuss it, then give me a call. That's why I'm here. And as long as you're nice to me, I'd like to hear what you believe as far as reincarnation is concerned. But the best philosophy I've come to in my studies is that I believe that an individual being, in the form of a human right now perhaps, could become whatever type of expression it wants. Animal, vegetable, mineral, whatever it wants. Now I want you to follow that, because there's people out there who have a frame of reference that believe in reincarnation, but they limit themselves in believing that they can only be people, and that's it. When you die, if you're a bad person, you come back as a worse person to try and pull out and evolve, hopefully become better, right? Or if you're a good person and you die, then you come back as a better person, a better vehicle. And you start talking to people and say, well, if you live a very bad life and maybe you acted like a snake, then perhaps you'll come back as a snake because that's your expression. You see what I mean? If you are expressing yourself in a human body and living your life like a pig, then it makes sense, logic that because you're expressing yourself in that form, your next lifetime, you'll come back as a little oinker. See, so it's funny that because life is so powerful and because the soul is so powerful, when we talk about reincarnation, I want you to be aware that, first of all, we're talking about God, which is an eternal force. We're talking about spirit, which makes up this force. We're talking about everything that we can perceive in the universe as being made up of this spirit. So we're talking about the God consciousness, the God particle, as being omnipresent or everywhere and omnipotent. And we're also talking about the possibility that in our creative expression, that we could actually literally evolve to or qualify to playing whatever role we manifest to play. Now, because karma plays a very important part, and karma is the price you pay to express your spirit. I want to make that clear. In other words, if you want to qualify to higher levels of spiritual expression, which means if you want to qualify to reincarnate, to be a higher being, like messianic, like a Jesus, then you have to follow, you have to abide to certain laws and certain principles, which basically means no selfishness, no greed, no avarice, no competition. It's total humility, total selflessness, Total, authentic, universal love. Talk about love thy neighbor, love thy crucifier. If you want to absolve karma and not do anything negative, basically, karma is the scale we use to judge action and experience, which means that if you spend your whole day creating negatives over and over again about your own life and about the world around you, then that scale that your soul is constantly being based on will change you will incarnate in your own lifetime, right? If you look at all the pictures of your life as you grow older, you may see all kinds of people in there. And you might see sometimes in your life where you look good, you feel good, life's a snap, no problem. And other times in your life, you're bedridden, you're sick, your body's all broken down because you're not abiding to the laws of karma. So your body can actually change its expression in this current life cycle. Now, when you're done with a particular life cycle, and when you're finished using a body or a tree or a dog or a cat or whatever you're using to express your spirit in this, the third dimension, when you're finished, you go into a soul review. And in that soul review, 
you take a look at all the karma implications that occurred during this particular lifetime and all the karma implications that were also received from any past life expression, past reincarnations, right? And it all comes together to one major qualification, where your soul comes to grips with what you can be. Well, you've lost your humanity, Adolf Hitler. You blew it. You killed a few too many people. You started a war. You almost ended the world. So you may have to live your life as a lower life form. What I even believe, I believe the myth about hell and Hades is a myth based on fact. That there really isn't as much a dimension like hell or Hades, but there's a planet. See, if you blow your humanity, and if you're not qualified to live as a human being, or if you're not qualified to even live as an insect on this planet, then you are reduced to having to incarnate on the planet Hades, which would make anything bad on Earth look like fun, if you know what I mean. So you can really blow your karma and end up in a whole strange, bizarre, nightmarish planetary experience. But also, there are other planetary experiences and higher levels of consciousness and dimensions that are better than Earth, that are more pleasant and more blissful that we can qualify to express ourselves in as extraterrestrial beings, where a lot of us have been and lost our powers because of maybe mistakes we made, or maybe because we chose to come down to Earth to experience human life, our Earth-type lifestyle, right? So I want you to know that there are a couple things concerned when I take a look at reincarnation. And number one is all actions, words, and thoughts. It's the basic karma principle. Positive energy comes out if you do nice things for yourself and for others, and if you treat yourself and this planet and this dimension with love and respect, then when you die and you go through your soul review, you will reach a higher qualification so you can express your spirit in a higher vibration, which will either mean a better astrological chart, for example, a chart in a family or in a city or in a country like America, where maybe you'll have it a lot easier because there's whole different kinds of planes of expression right here on Earth. You could be born in South Africa or East Africa or Madagascar or Salvador or Mauritius or the Soviet Union or Cambodia, God forbid, right? Talk about some suffering. Or if you evolve to a higher level on Earth, maybe you'll be born a Canadian or an American or an Australian in one of what we call one of the neutral zones on this planet or a stepping off point to a higher level of consciousness. And so much of it has to do with the astrology chart because guess what? The astrology chart is what we use to check the scale of karma we have earned to this point. That's right. When you are born, when you come out of the womb, and when you inhale your first breath, the planets frozen in space, that planetary circuit that every one of your cells, including your brain cells, absorb at that moment, that first breath, is a signal. It is a map. It is a reflection of how far you have come, what you have earned, and the level of karma that you have qualified to express, and also the reflection of life in the vehicle, the, the energy charge your body will take with it, up till now, what you've qualified, what you've earned. And that's what we call creating a vibration that will allow us to evolve and qualify to our highest possible karmic good. So depending what your astrology chart is, will let us know what areas of karma you must express in this life cycle to make a peace with, to absolve pain, to grow, and hopefully to be better in your next life so you can express yourself at a higher vibration. That's why I don't want you to limit yourself. 
There may be new souls. People say, are you a new soul? You could be a new human. You might be a new human. That's a new soul. If you're an old soul, then that might mean you've had thousands of earth lifetimes. But we are talking eternity, folks. We're talking God. We're talking about an eternal being that is involved in countless expression. So if you want to talk about what you've experienced through eternity, hey, let's not limit ourselves. We've been around. We've done lots of heavy things. There's been lots of lifetimes and lots of animals. You might have been some kind of cronine bird on the planet Zukra, you know, like billion, 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 trillion, 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 quadrillion years ago, Googleplex, right? There's all kinds of possibilities here. So just don't limit yourself and understand one basic premise, that when you look around at people in life, just remember that you might have been born at one time or another, like most of those people you're looking at. In the course of eternity, you could have been just like every single person on earth. See our oneness? Feel our oneness? Our oneness is in the reflection of the countless possibilities of what we can reincarnate to. And we become so many different expressions of spirit. That's how we understand all expressions, and that's how we feel one with all expressions of spirit. Interesting topic. Interesting philosophy. Okay. Uh, Yeah, well, reincarnation, I like it. I believe in it. I do believe it is the answer to the heaven and hell philosophy, in that if you do good things, and if you absolve your karma and make a peace with yourself and the universe, that each time you express your spirit, you can express it at a higher level. Now, the higher you express your spirit, at the higher vibration you express, then the closer you become to the total sum of God consciousness. So obviously, the higher your vibration, the more awareness you have, and the higher life forms you become, on the higher planetary systems you become, the closer you become to become messianic in nature and feeling all living things. Not only being individual expression, but also being plugged into and bonded to the expression of all forms of God's spirit in the universe. That's what we call oneness of God philosophy, when you're actually back to the source. So the higher that vibration, the more full you feel, the more one you feel, the more together you feel, the more bonded you feel. That's why there's a method to the madness of being nice and absolving karma. Now, if you're mean, if you're lousy, if you're cruel, if you're negative, you don't obey the law of karma, then the lifetimes you come back to may not be filled was so much fun. And if you make mistakes, you're subject to instant karma, where if you really don't have any bad things in your record, but you do bad things to yourself and the planet, and you know when you're bad, then that's when your body breaks down and you have pain and agony, and you're in misery, you suffer. That's part of karma. And if you blow this body, if you wreck this body, then you might have to come back as a different type of life form that doesn't have fingers and toes, and doesn't have a nose or eyes like you might need, Like a puppy dog or a cat, all they have is paws. They can't grab things and turn things or make things like we can. You never know. They may be just as smart as us, but they don't have the vocal cords to express it or the hands to write it. So that's why all they can be is loving and caring or mean and aggressive, depending. So I really do believe that you can come back as all different kinds of people. The thing is, is that it's important to love and respect yourself and everything in the universe. Because what you manifest, the way you express your spirit, is really decided in your karma. And that means that you will create and come back as whatever you hate. Which means if you hate women, you'll come back as a woman. If you hate men, you'll come back as a man. If you don't like white people, you'll come back white. If you're prejudiced against Jews, you'll be a Jew. If you're prejudiced against blacks, 
Next lifetime, you'll be a black. You might be prejudiced against whites, blacks, Jews. You come back as a black, woman, Jewish, president. <laughs> you know, like, we are all one. And there is a method behind how the universe works. So if you want to reach a higher vibration and feel the oneness you share with all living things, then start learning how to be more loving, caring, supportive, and compassionate to yourself and to everything else. And if you want to be in misery, if you just want to suffer and have hate and anger and pain, then you just keep it up, kid, and you'll come back as another one of those people that you don't like. That's why when you look in the mirror, it'll be tough to like what you're looking at because you didn't like it before this lifetime, and now you're it. That's why self-esteem is an important key, too. Okay, a different type of explanation concerning a very important topic, reincarnation,